0: From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Ticats Today with Louis Budko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Monday, July the 4th, 2022. Happy Independence Day to all our American listeners and friends, especially... Our friend Luke Tasker, friend of the show, the uh, the American in our Cats Audio Network family. So happy uh, July 4th to uh, him and his family, but to everyone as well. And hopefully you had a nice, relaxing Canada Day weekend, despite the way it started on Canada Day Friday night. Yeah, Cats lose a heartbreaker to the Edmonton Elks. And uh, we were having some technical issues, so I was hoping to get you Coach O and uh, and Dane and Simone, as they spoke after the game, but uh, we, we, we've we tried several times. I've tried uploading this podcast several times. It sounds fine on my computer, uh, but when it finally gets to your ears, it doesn't work, so I'm encouraging you uh, to go check out what Dane, Simone, and Coach O had to say. Just go to Ticats.ca for that, because, yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was a heartbreaker. Ticats lose, uh, um, and... There's a lot to get into, and we're going to do it with RJ Broadhead coming up in just a little bit, um, but there's uh, there's there's something. Something's got to change, and we heard that many times. Uh, got to be better. That's something we heard many times as well. And I know it's the bye week, so just a programming note, we won't be at practice, because there is no practice, uh, but we'll be bringing you uh, daily content right here on the TIE Cats Audio Network, including TIE Cats today, because... Uh, I apparently didn't negotiate it in my CBA that uh, that I get to take time off during the bye week. So you're stuck with me, just like you're stuck with me on weekends on CHCH. You're stuck with me all week on Cats today. Uh, as mentioned, we uh, we were hoping to hear from Dane, Simone, and Coach, um, but because of some tactical issues, I can't get that going. Uh, so let's get right into it with RJ Broadhead. And uh, RJ, um, there was a very palpable mood on friday night after that tie cats game wasn't there
1: yes yeah not the the mood you, you want on canada day first time in the maiden the hammer uniforms everything seemed to be going pretty well until the second half and it's a recurring story louis that these second halves have not been good for the tiger cats heavily outscored they turned the ball over it's um, it, it got quiet at Tim Horton's field, which is not normal. As soon as Edmonton tied the game, you could just see in everybody's face, please don't let this second-half collapse happen again, and it did. Another double-digit lead evaporated for the Tiger Cats, turning the ball over. Jeff Jeardat, you know, Jeff, he's our statistician. He He went through with the turnovers. It's very interesting. So 15 turnovers already in four games. Last year, they only had 20. So 13 of those 15 have come in the second half. You go back to game one against Saskatchewan, first two possessions, Ticats turned the ball over. Maybe that was an ominous beginning to the season, as it turned out. But those are the only two turnovers in the opening half. Nine of their turnovers have come in the fourth quarter. The timing has just been terrible, and teams are capitalizing, and that has to change soon like July 16th soon against Ottawa.
0: Yeah, and we were talking about it with coach last week, you know, we asked him, you know, are these turnovers that your receivers should be making? Are they, you know, passes that maybe Dane shouldn't be throwing and you know, he kind of just shrugged his shoulders and said, there's a lot of bad luck involved in these turnovers, but it's one of those things where Bad luck manifests more bad luck because that's what it really feels like. Where it's just a series of breaks that the Ticats don't have go their way, and then the proverbial wheels fall off the bus.
1: Yeah, you're right. And I, I was I was with you talking to Coach O about that. And and another thing he said is you work hard, you do the right things, and those breaks will turn around. Well, they didn't in the last game. Edmonton had 29 points, 17 of those came off turnovers. And I, I did a, a couple of calculations. Forty-four percent of the points, so close to half of the points that the Tiger Cats have allowed this season have come off of turnovers. It was a it was a story at the start of 2021. They cleaned it up. They wound up with the fewest turnovers all season, but they had nine interceptions in 14 games last year. They have eight interceptions already. And yeah, they're getting some bad bounces. Balls are are going right to right off a receiver to a defensive player and turns into an easy interception but those balls have to be caught they just can't turn the ball over that that's i mean it comes down to that and and it's it has to change i know it's frustrating for the coaches the players we know the players louis they they're all pros and and they don't want to make those mistakes and they want to bounce back and Maybe sometimes they're they're doing too much trying to get yards after the catch before they secure that football. Anyway, it's uh, we've talked about this for four games. It has to change immediately.
0: Yeah, and we heard it from Coach. We heard it from Dane. We heard it from Simone after the game, too. They know that something's got to give. Dane mentioned he's never been 0-4 in his life, in any sport that he's ever played. And, and, you know, you and coach have something in common. You both like to look at the seasons into thirds. And, uh, again, I was there when you, when you asked him that question. He said, yeah, absolutely. So, like, let's look at this. Let's take a step back. You know, big picture. The Ticats played four games against the West to start the season. Two of those games on the road in very difficult places to play in Saskatchewan and Winnipeg. You win those games, it's bonus. You probably expected to win the game against Edmonton and expected to win the game against Calgary. Either yep. way, I'm trying to make it look nice. And 0-4 <laughs> is not the end of the world, but for fans, it might feel like it. Uh, where do you see this Ticats team at 0-4 right now?
1: You know, Louie, it's funny because going into that Edmonton game, I had zero concern at all, but I felt that was a game that the Tiger Cats should win. Edmonton was also winless. They had a a rookie quarterback, and congratulations to Trey Ford from Niagara Falls, University of Waterloo. He played solid, but going into that game, he had one completion in the CFL for eight yards, so I really thought that this is a game that's ripe for the pickings for the Tiger Cats. So, after the game, I started to have some concern. However, the Tiger Cats keep getting help from West Division teams. Saskatchewan beats Montreal. We'll see what happens between Toronto and Winnipeg. That's a tough game for the Argonauts, of course. We all know Bombers, two-time defending champions of of the Grey Cup. So it is 0-4. But the Tiger Cats are still one win out of first place, tied for first place in the East Division. It, it's crazy how poor the start has been for the Tiger Cats as far as the record is concerned, but it is not catastrophic. They're still in the mix. They just have to win those East Division games and it has to start on July 16th and maybe the bye comes at a at a good time. Let them fester with this 0-4 start and regain motivation. They're they're uh, loaded with leaders. You you know they're going to turn it around. And sometimes it, it it's funny. Nobody in the East has run away with it. So it is. It's still right there. As bad as it's been, it's not the end of the world. Uh, one win against Ottawa and Tiger Cats could potentially be right back first or or right there. Yeah.
0: Seven out of their eight next games are against the East Division and a big opportunity to move up in the standings. Uh, you mentioned it's not the end of the world. Uh, the sky isn't falling. The sun rose this morning, which is always great to see. Uh, but there have been some positives, and they may have been overlooked because of some of the uh, struggles on the field or at least on the, uh, on, in the standings. What has stood out to you among uh, a positive? Maybe from this game or from the first four weeks of the season, what give us something? Give us a reason to be
1: optimistic here, right? Jay? for sure. And it's funny how you know we just always tend to look at negatives. But you're right; there have been a lot of positives. Lawrence Woods really stands out to me. He's he's become one of the return threats in the CFL. That was a great 72-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. So he he's been excellent on defense. Jovan Santos Knox is really emerged as, as a force at middle linebacker for the Tiger Cats. So he, he's been an, uh, a nice addition. I think Michael Darmagal has been solid. The defense has been good. The special teams has been good. Simon Larier's come in punting. And, of course, so many great special teams players on the Tiger Cats. Really, the other teams haven't had any significant returns. So those two aspects of the football – have been very good statistically on offense. Dane has put up some good passing numbers. It's just timely turnovers that that can't happen. That has to change. Uh, Tim White, he's been he's been fun to watch. Last three games, he's been their leading receiver. Stephen Dunbar looks like he's going to be a touchdown machine, a, a big target for for Dane Evans in the end zone. I would like to see Braylon Addison targeted a little bit more and uh, being more the offense. However. I we know he was banged up. He was a game-time decision before the Winnipeg game, so he might not have been at 100% in the past two games. Maybe this bye week gives him a, a little opportunity to get back closer to 100%, and maybe he will be used a little more, but I, I I would like to see that. But to me, the defense and the special teams has been great. The offense has had flashes, West Hills he got their uh, most rushing yards. I'd like to see that running game get going a little bit more. But there's time. There's time. It's zero four. <laughs> it, they can do it. But that it, to answer your question, I, I'm, I'm special teams and defense. Uh, you, you, you can't you yeah. can't really criticize what they've done.
0: No, and uh, and full credit to obviously Coach Washington on the defense, but uh, Coach Butler, first year special teams yes. coordinator, making the jump. Uh, from positional coach to a coordinator. So uh, he's been doing a, a really good job, and you saw him on the sidelines after that Lawrence Woods because even when they took that second call, you're like, really, you got good field position already. And that's why I don't question Cojo, Joe because I'm like, well, why not just tack on the penalty at the end of the run because uh, he knew that Lawrence Woods the third was going to take it back uh, 70 yards for an unreal touchdown. Um, before we let you go, RJ, uh, how are you spending your bye week?
1: <laughs> I'm actually going uh, back to my home province of Saskatchewan. I'm, I i haven't seen my, my dad in almost uh, three years because wow. of COVID. So yeah, so I'm going to get back. I'm actually uh, emceeing event in, in Melville, Saskatchewan for the Melville Millionaires of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Their head coach and general manager, I, I used to call games for the Kindersley Clippers, and he used to coach there. So he's He's wrangled me up to, to head back and, uh, and see some familiar faces, but it's a good fundraiser for the team. So I'm, I'm doing a little traveling and, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll wear the Tiger Cats gear. I'll be very brave walking into uh, Saskatchewan wearing that. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say the same things. It's 0-4, but hey, it's the East Division.
0: I I looked at my watch there because uh, you you probably have to be at the airport uh, if your flight <laughs> leaves tomorrow you'll probably have to be there in about an hour or so uh, I know at CHCH we've been talking all weekend about the uh, delays at the airport so good luck sir uh, yeah. I I don't I don't envy you at all uh, choosing or uh, getting to do well I I do envy you getting to go somewhere uh, but <laughs> going to the airport is not on the list of things I want to do this week but uh, no, I hear you. Uh, RJ, it's always great to get your perspective on the game. Thank you for doing this.
1: Anytime, Louis.
0: My thanks to RJ Broadhead for joining me today, and my thanks to you as well, because we could not do the show without your support, and uh, we appreciate it. And make sure you comment or leave a review or, or like us or subscribe if you don't, and or send us to a friend. Uh, that would be fun, too. If you know somebody who likes the Cats and you enjoy what you're listening to, uh, pass it along, because uh, we, we do the show for you, but we do it for all Cats fans. Uh, that's why it's called Ticats Today. Uh, and speaking of Ticats Today, we're here all week despite the bye week, but uh, make sure you check back throughout the week for your uh, special content as uh, we get a break from the players, or uh, I guess more, more fittingly, the players get a break from us. Uh, we're back tomorrow right here on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko, hoping you have a great day. Ticats Today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at at gamedayattiecats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gamedayattiecats.ca. Subscribe to the
1: Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.